Thank you, Brad. Thank you, Luke. Thank you, Colin. Thank you, God. That was awesome. And this will be a sign to you. You'll find a baby wrapped in claws and lying in a manger. This is the most unpredictable, mysterious, counterintuitive, wonderful, amazing story that's ever been told. And the angel said to the shepherds that this baby to be born, he's going to be the savior. You know what? I want those lights up. That'd be awesome because I love seeing your faces. Ah, beautiful. Thank you so much. You're a handsome audience. Handsome audience, yeah. The angel said to the shepherds, said this baby Jesus, he's going to be the savior. He's going to be the Messiah, the Christ. In fact, he's going to be the Lord of the universe. And the shepherds are, what kind of a message is this? And when the angel told the story to Joseph in Matthew's gospel, Matthew recounts that the angel said, give him the name Jesus, because he will save the people from their sins. He said, this is to fulfill what was spoken through Isaiah, the prophets. And Isaiah said, this will be a sign for you when God is coming to your rescue. There'll be a virgin who gives birth to a baby. And you'll call his name Emmanuel. Emmanuel means God with us. The Christmas story It's about Jesus. It's about God being with us. God with us. We sang earlier, the hopes and fears of all the world are met in thee tonight. At a manger. At a manger in Bethlehem. And there's Mary. Mary sitting by this humble manger. Can you imagine the thoughts that are going through the mind of this 13-year-old girl? Like, what does this mean? What is happening to me? And yet it says that Mary treasured and pondered all these things in her heart. She treasured them. It's a little bit like the feeling that we have tonight, this season where family comes together and we celebrate and there's the lights and the music it's just, a, a, it's a time we want to hold on to. We, we just want to, we want to, we want to grab hold of this sense of God with us. The possibilities of what can actually happen with him nearby. It says she pondered these things in her heart. She turned them over and over and over again. Mary's life had been completely disrupted turned upside down in God's plan. And so she thought deeply about this, like when you wake up in the middle of the night and you're trying to figure out all the things that are going on in the world and in your life. You think about them, you turn them over, and that is what Mary is doing. It slowed her down. That's what disruption does, doesn't it? Sometimes our life, it just gets stopped in its tracks. We slow down. The hurry 
goes away. It's a little bit like these very few moments we have together tonight. This is the time when I hope you're done. <laughs> you're ready. The cooking's been done. The presents have been bought. The tree is trimmed. Or maybe that's your tradition. You'll trim it when you go home tonight. You're done. We slow down. And when we're non-hurried, it's the moment where the reality of life, the deepest things of life can, can sneak in. It's what God said. Sometimes it's hard to believe merely because we're so distracted. This season has a lot of distractions. Mary just pondered it. She held on to it. She ceased striving and she experienced what the Bible has a thread from beginning to end. She experienced shalom. It's God's peace. Everything is right with the world. Jesus coming as a baby, God with us, is the start of his restoration, of making everything right again. This is what this season is about. We have this glimmer of hope in our minds. It's, it's bubbling up inside of us as we think about a new year coming and all the possibilities of new beginnings. This season reminds us it can be true. There's something big going on out there. When John tells the story in his gospel, he translates it this way. God came and moved right into the neighborhood. That's how he understands God with us. That God moved into our neighborhood. Think about it. The manger. It's in a cave. It's a feeding trough. It's where animals are kept. And animals, well, it's a messy, messy place. And God moved right into the neighborhood into our complicated, messy, confusing story. And the angel said, good news, great joy, all people. You know, I think about this last year. I think about this good news. And uh, this is a year when my wife, who has already struggled through one bout with throat cancer got the diagnosis that she now has a second diagnosis of throat cancer. And in August, she had a horrific 10-hour surgery to eliminate this tumor, this, this growth in her mouth. And she's sitting right here. She's the foxiest woman in the room right now. There she is. That's right. That's right. How is that good news? Now, I agree with you. How is that great joy? Yeah? For us? No. No, it's not. Sometimes the story doesn't go the way we want it to go. And God told us. It's, it's hard. You could tell similar stories. Disruption in your family and in your business. In our world. Difficulties that we have to face and confront, and we say, where is the good news in that? And I'll tell you, when I think about God with us, there's a moment I experienced in the hospital. 
And it first came through the nurses. Unbelievably compassionate, tender, loving professionals who attended to my wife. And then, you know, the nights are long, right? You've had really long nights. And uh, her sisters came, spent the night. Some of our close friends in this community came, spent the night. God with us. God with us in the midst of a community that, that rallies, that brings hope, the presence of God through one another. Reminding us that God didn't stay distant. He came right into the middle of our stuff. When the shepherds heard the angels, they said, man alive, let's go to Bethlehem. We got to get there and let's see this thing that has happened. They said, we, we need to see it. We need to, we need to experience this for ourselves." And so they hurried off and gathered around the manger. And as they were going, the skies just lit up with God's glory with the angel chorus and singing and lights. And glory means splendor. It, 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 mean, it means brilliance. It means, it means bright light. But it also means renown. It means respect. It means honor. This was this pyrotechnic experience where the shepherds were surrounded by just the magnificence of God in the heavens. And it shined a spotlight on the baby in the manger. I think about that juxtaposition. The magnificence of God shining on Jesus. And the shepherds got completely caught up in that moment. And in one sense, the shepherds themselves gloried in this experience. And their radiance merely reflected back to God and to the world this amazing good news. And they were so full of joy. And they couldn't help but just tell all the people, good news, great joy, all people. And that story has resonated year after year after year. And we are still here part of that story. That good news can be your story as well. In the midst of really difficult circumstances. Because joy is not dependent upon the stuff around us. From a manger, there just emanated amazing joy for all the people. Tonight, the spotlight is on Jesus. And you know, if we miss Jesus... We've kind of missed the whole thing. The manger. God with us. You know, I'm intrigued by the way Luke tells the story. Because in the very beginning of the story, Luke says that Jesus was born. And then Mary took him and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger. And if you go to the very end of the story after the cross, it says that they took the dead body 
of Jesus. And they wrapped him in cloths. And they laid him in a tomb. I think Luke was doing this on purpose. Luke knew the significance of the bookends. A baby wrapped in cloths and laid in a borrowed manger. And a crucified Savior, wrapped in cloths, laid in a borrowed tomb. The good news that brings great joy for all the people goes through the cross. It's a humble story, but it's a powerful story. And it's a story for you and me to come to the manger, to attend to Jesus, to worship this baby born as a king without a crown, to die as a criminal on a cross. You'll call him Jesus because he will save the people from their sins. God wants to bring shalom into this world, and he has a plan. It's a crazy plan, but it's a plan enacted through Jesus, God with us. And as we trust him, he too can bring shalom into the midst of our complicated, messy story. We're going to sing Hark the Herald Angels sing. I'll invite the band to come on up here. And uh, we, have, we have two more songs. And um, the, 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 the angels sang, and, and it's all about glory. So when, when we sing these lyrics, when the band leads, I, just, I, I want you to join the celebration. Glory is reflecting back to God, his magnificent. So, so sing with gusto. And just a reminder that uh, the tithe bags are going to pass. Again, if you're a guest, please just pass them on. And then, oh, holy night, that's the moment to take the candles out and shine them for all the world to see. Let's all stand together, will you, as we sing.